You're listening to Customer Perspective, an Ipsos podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 8, recorded the week of November 2nd, 2020. Welcome to Customer Perspective. This is our Ipsos podcast series aimed at all of you who are concerned in some way with helping your organization deliver on its brand promise to customers. So we're talking customer experience, channel performance. If you're responsible for the performance of brands, sales, service channels or functions, if you're basically responsible for delivering customer success, then you're in the right place. I'm Helen Wilson. I'm the Chief Experience Officer for our Ipsos CX and Channel Performance business. And well, we're we're zipping around the world a bit this uh, this this month. So we were in, let me think, we were in UK last week with Stagecoach. Uh, the week before that, we were with Nestle in Mexico. And for episode eight of season two, Trevor and I are I was about to say we're here in New Zealand. That's such a lie. Um, we're virtually here. We're wishing. We were in New Zealand, but we are ish in New Zealand. So we're here with Virginia Wigley, who's Manager of Insights and CX Design at Trustpower. So they're one of New Zealand's largest energy and telecommunications companies. And we're also here with Lance Webb, and he leads our Ipsos CX business in New Zealand, and he works closely with Virginia. So Virginia, Lance, thank you for agreeing to be with us. It's absolutely lovely to have you here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Glad to be here. So we've got a lot we want to talk to you about, Virginia, and I'm conscious that I was saying to you beforehand, one of the things that our listeners love is is when they hear real stories, and that that sounds really trite, but it's this whole concept, and and you and I were both saying that when you hear stories of people who are going through the same challenges as you, when you hear them faced with the same goals as you, it can really help. So as I say, we really appreciate the fact that you've come on to share some of those. But before we get into all of that, let's just start off with, I mean, I described trust power in one sentence, and many of our listeners may know, but it'd just be helpful if you could tell us a little bit more about the organisation, if you would, please. Yeah, sure. Trust Power's origins go back really to 1915 with our first electricity station. However, as a utility retailer, and as you said, both energy and telco, our origins are 1993. And we're now one of New Zealand's largest telecommunications and electricity companies. We've got over 700 staff and we're based down here in Taronga. In 2014, we undertook a rather large retail growth strategy, and that entailed us bundling our telco and energy services. Traditionally, we were focused just on electricity and in the provinces, but we had to move into the metros to basically achieve our growth targets. We had very little awareness and consideration, so we've had some big Big hurdles to overcome. Um, We repositioned the brand as the first bundle provider here in New Zealand, which is a key differentiator for us. Um, And obviously, we have aspirations to be a market leader in New Zealand, competing not on price, but on added value. And obviously, to do this, customer experience is incredibly important. Already, you can see enormous challenges from from your perspective in terms of the role that you're doing. That's a mighty old business challenge there. But Tell us a little bit more about your role. So how do you fit into this whole big old challenge of trust powers you've described? I guess key to executing our strategy is understanding both customers and the markets that we operate in and delivering superior customer propositions and solutions to our target segments. 
I personally am responsible for generating insights and getting a deep understanding of the markets and customers and using that insight to develop propositions and determine our customer experience strategy and program. I'm taking an end-to-end perspective of customer experience. We do have other people in the company that focus on customer experience within their business area, but my role is looking at it from a holistic perspective. And therefore, I do work closely across a number of different business units within Trustpower. As part of that, I'm responsible for driving and implementing the Voice of Customer program here at Trustpower. Um, Obviously, that is a key source of data and customer insights that will help us develop and deliver on our customer experience strategy. Great, Virg. So you won't be surprised to know that that we and all of our listeners will be very keen to hear about your Voice of Customer program. Can you just talk us through your Voice of Customer journey to date? I know it's been a long road, but yeah, just very keen to hear more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, To give you a bit of context, we've had a seven-year relationship with Ipsos, and over the last four years, it would be the insights that we've gained from our research basically led us to where we are now and validated our increased focus on customer experience today. It's also the establishment of the voice of customer here at Trustpower. Um, Looking at the insights that we're getting from the research, we really identified that we needed to turn up the dial and our focus on customer experience. And to do this, we needed a robust way of listening to our customers, collecting and tracking their feedback and using that data to take action, removing the customer pain points for our 230,000 plus customers. We are currently working on developing a customer experience and voice of customer strategy with the help of Ipsos and focus on customers but also our employees because we recognise that having highly engaged customer advocates within Trustpower is going to support our customer experience strategy. We've launched at the moment with three voice of customer surveys in market. There are more on the roadmap. Um, but obviously we wanted to get traction early on and we have a real demand now from the business and we are having to prioritise which surveys we roll out next. Could you take us into a little bit more detail on your ultimate business goals? What are you focused on and what what impact are you having on Trustpower's business success? The key goal would be bringing that customer focus into our decision making and that's through obviously, as I said before, the understanding of what customers like, dislike, want and need. It's using that data for our decision-making to ensure that there's a win for the trust power business and a win for our customers by delivering to their needs. For employees, it's also a win because we can un- they can understand how what they do actually contributes to customer experience and ensuring that the employee experience aligns with the customer experience that we want to deliver. That both the employee and the customer are intrinsically linked and at the heart of our business success. In terms of actual hard key business metrics, which obviously lots of people want to know about, our goals are to reduce churn and increase customer lifetime value through increasing customer tenure and their loyalty with Trustpower. We also want to increase our share of wallet. We're in the telecommunications and the energy space, and that's through increased satisfaction and reduce our costs. And that's the identification of opportunities to increase our operational efficiencies. I guess ultimately, it is building those long-lasting, valuable relationships with our customers. Could you take us into a little bit of your program design and how you've made sure that it delivers on these goals? First up is getting that executive, exec leadership, endorsement and sponsorship. That's been absolutely critical to this transformation journey. 
if you get that, then you're actually able to get the resources that you need to get your customer experience and, in our case, voice of customer initiatives up and running fast and having those resources prioritised to your project. Engage leaders around the business, not just in one or two silos that are champions and that can create excitement and traction across trust power and let that flow throughout the business is critical. Um, undertaking closed-loop feedback is really important. It enables us to follow up directly with customers who leave either negative feedback or who we deem are at-risk customers. And show It gives us a good opportunity to show them that we actually care, we're truly listening, and that we're making changes based off their feedback. The feedback, closed-loop feedback also now enables us to delve deeper into understanding the real root cause of customers' issues and then identify the fixes. We've also undertaken driver analysis to understand the importance of all the various elements and touch points across the customer journey. That enables us to focus both our resources and our energy on those key moments that are really going to drive a change and make a difference. Once you're getting the results and the data coming through, it's doing a deep dive analysis to make sense of all that data and ensure we're taking actionable insights from the data that can drive change in trust power that really in the areas that really matter. We started our program in the areas where there was a demand from the business and we knew that we could really make a difference and get traction quickly. We asked making sure that we're asking the right questions at the right time. And as I said before, we started with three surveys in our Voice of Customer program to start with. The first was customers that are onboarding with a new pro a product. Call centre service, so post a call into our call centre service and a relationship survey that was at a key point in the customer's lifecycle journey. We're still early on in our customer journey and embedding the voice of customer. We're continually learning and adapting and refining as we go, but we are working with a clear goal in mind. And that main focus is to activate the insights and drive a change that's really going to mean something to both customers and return value to trust power. Well, there's, I can all agree there's, there's definitely plenty in there. And, and what I, one thing I do like that you just said at the beginning was having executive leadership endorsement right from the beginning to, to drive that CX transformation. That's going to be helping any any company uh, with driving the voice of customer into their, into their company. Knowing, having worked with you for, for quite a while now, you've you've had a lot of successes over the, over the past year. So when you do look back over the past year, what are you, what are you and your team most proud of having achieved? What I'm most proud of is actually creating that cross-functional, what I call a virtual team, and that's enabled us to get the Voice of Customer program up and running in a really short amount of time. Um, we've been able to take the organisation along with us, and we're creating a real positive drive to bring customer experience to Trust Power. It's really already moved that dial on customer experience. And it hasn't been a push on the business. It's actually a pull from the business. People want to be involved. Employees are understanding the importance of customer experience and the value it can deliver. And the results, they understand the importance of those results. They want to be involved and make a difference. Ipsos have been crucial in getting that speed to market and the positivity, um, helping us achieve our goals, which has been fantastic. And it's a real testament to the, the dedication from Ipsos and the involvement with us as a key member of the team. What have you been your toughest challenges? It obviously hasn't been all plain sailing. What, are, what have been your toughest challenges and, and how have you overcome them? I guess one of the key challenges has been a misalignment and 
not having a common understanding of what customer experience actually is and what it isn't. Um, as well as that, there's been a bit of a lack of understanding or clarity about what value focusing on customer experience can actually deliver to the business in terms of the key business metrics. It's required, I would say, a lot of energy, definitely tenacity, <laughs> and ongoing education across the business. To do that, I think we've actually really, our team members have required real empathy, and that's understanding the different business units, what's driving them, where they're coming from, and what metrics they are focused on, and how everything is interlinked. Um, we've had to educate the business on how customer experience and voice of customer could really support them and help them achieve their goals. What's next? Where do you, where do you want to take this program, and how do you plan on doing that? My vision is to have customer experience as part of our trust power retail DNA. So we deliver to a common customer experience strategy in all that we do here at Trust Power, and every employee knows exactly what that customer experience strategy is and their role to play. They're committed to delivering on that customer experience strategy and that we can clearly demonstrate the value, the business value that customer experience and our voice of customer program delivers to Trust Power. Obviously, embedding voice of customer into our BAU processes and decision-making is going to be crucial to this. From an organisation structure point of view, we're currently achieving this through a cross-functional team and working across the business silos. It'll be interesting to see how that goes and whether that needs review going into the future um, because we know that we do need that end-to-end focus on customer experience so that we don't end up working in silos. We're currently working on developing the three-year roadmap to ensure that we do meet our, those customer experience aspirations and achieve customer centricity. Governance is a key part of that to ensure that we have clarity of customer experience across the business and making sure all the stakeholders have clear and defined responsibilities and that we have ownership of the program, the various aspects of it and the initiatives that we're undertaking. We need to ensure that the customer experience program stays fully functional and continues to deliver value to both the customer and trust power. Customer experience has got lots of moving parts, so we need to make sure that we give our ongoing attention to ensure that they don't break along the way. As we embed the voice of customer, we're ensuring that we have the steering committees and the forums set up to review the results, make sure the actions have been undertaken and prioritised making sure that we're measuring the key metrics, reviewing the impacts and reporting back to the business on progress that we're making. To do that, we're going to have to identify and map our key customer journeys and identify those key moments of truth that really matter so we can prioritise our voice of customer program rollout. And finally, we're going to need to continue to educate the business, ourselves and all our employees on how we can support and how they can support our customer experience evolution. We're going to have to continue myth-busting, the biggest one being is that customer service is not the only element of customer experience. It's a very important element, but it is not the only element of customer experience. We'll be looking to align teams around common scorecards and creating customer advocates across the various business units. These are all elements we're paying more attention to, obviously, in the near future, and it will evolve over time. So you mentioned a, a couple of times now, Virginia, around CX advocates. So what, for Trustpower, what, what does that look like? It, that can mean many things, but for Trustpower, what does it look like? It means identifying those leaders in the business 
that have the skills that will enable us as a team to make customer experience a company-wide initiative. They're able to work across the business and within their teams. We need to take people within trust power with us on our customer experience journey, undertake the customer experience evolution with them, not to them. That's all about mobilising those cross-functional teams and getting the support for the customer experience strategy ensuring that we've got the understanding of what that is up in the C-suite and getting their support. And can, a key way to that is obviously connecting customer experience to those key business metrics and showing the return to the business that the customer experience voice the customer program has on the business. Choosing your business partner to help and guide and support you on your journey has been really important, obviously like we have with Ipsos. They are an integral member of the team. And I guess finally having a, a clear customer experience goal and a, developing a plan to achieve this goal is crucial as is don't give up. There are hurdles along the way, sometimes it's not so easy, but you get there and it's well worth it. Employees understanding customer experience and how they make a difference is really crucial to us and that's what I was talking about before, aligning that employee experience with your customer experience strategy. But these are really all the key elements um, to get those champions working within the business and across it. Wow, it's really impressive to hear, Virginia, the, the work that you've been doing, and congratulations to you and TrustPower. It's uh, a really impressive-sounding program. If you were in advising the listeners, uh, who are a listener who's about to embark and design a VOC program of their own, where they have similar business objectives, what are the key pieces of advice that you would share? Key pieces of advice would be just to reiterate is have this make sure you've got your C suite support. Absolutely. Have strong leadership skills and champions throughout the business and across the business. Make sure that you identify and work with a business partner that really understands you and your business and the complexity of the complexities of the business. We've just come out of COVID, really. We're coming out of COVID here within New Zealand. Um, we're very lucky, and I think that this is a really good time for us to look and renew and refresh our customer experience and voice the customer program, and just to basically ensure that with the way our brand is showing up in market is meeting our customer experience promise to our customers and returning value to the trust power business. Thank you so much for that. What I was really interested to hear is you described yourself as being early on in the journey, but when I go through a tick list of what great looks like, whether it's in terms of, to your point, C-suite behind you, support across the organisation etc but it's more than that the fact that you're delivering in terms of truly delivering on your business goals it's about having the employees lined up it's about really putting the data to work it, now yeah the data is great and that's all really really important but the fact that you are using that to make an impact to your business that's where it gets really exciting so genuinely it's has been a pleasure listening to you. Lance, thank you so much for inviting Virginia. I have to say, I, I actually now want to have lots more sessions with Virginia. And you can join or not join, but I've, I've got a funny <laughs> feeling that we could probably enjoy a, a gin or two, maybe. We need to get this right, though, because for me, it's what it's always half past eight at night for me. And Virginia, what is it? Half past nine in the morning for you. So half we probably need to morning. work out our gin times. Yes, um, absolutely. But if we can get that going, we've got it sorted. Yeah, lunchtime. Perfect. But thank you. Thank you, Virginia. Thank you, Lance, Trevor and Alan. Always appreciate you making this happen. And we'll be back next week with the next uh, edition. But in the meantime, if you need to find out anything more about Ipsos, obviously head to ipsos.com. If you'd like to get back to us about any of the points that Virginia and Lance have been raising in the course of this podcast, then just get in touch with us 
at customerperspective at ipsos.com. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Customer Perspective, an Ipsos podcast. New episodes will be made available each week, so be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest episodes delivered directly to you. We are also available on Spotify.